jacket on and two or three layers, but I think I might have circulatory issues. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the groundhog. He just makes me mad. <laughs> careful, Patrick. Your wife is the one who painted these walls. Well, I'll have to have a Be careful. About Be that. careful. I just can't remember words. Is it Narthexes? Narthexes. I Hello and welcome to Northside Now. This is the podcast where we take you on a tour through all of the ministries and the latest happenings around Northside Church to keep you better connected with your church family. My name is Patrick and with me as always are my wonderful co-hosts, Glenn Miller and Kevin Bryant. Hey. What's up, guys? Hey, man. How are y'all? I'm I'm all right. cold right now. Brr. It is a little chilly. I've got my jacket on and like two or three layers, but I think I might have circulatory issues. <laughs> I was fixing to say, I'm over here like rolling my sleeves up because I'm, it's warm in here. Sweat pouring down your face. Oh. Well, are y'all in on the Wordle? Yes. Are you? No. Me tell me, either. Tell me about yeah, this. I don't get it. I just I, keep hearing people talking about it. Someone even said, this is like a one out of five day. Is it one I, try out of five or six? I thought yeah. Wordle was like when you had a bunch of words together and based on the number of times they were used, it makes this interesting little picture with no, a So I thought it was a thing underneath a, a turkey's throat. A waddle? <laughs> a waddle. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, so so it's it's basically you, you get five letters and you have to guess and then it'll tell you whether okay so you have six guesses to guess the word so you put in a five letter word and it tells you if that letter is in the word if you got the letter in the right spot or if the letter is in the word but it's in the wrong spot and you have six guesses to guess the word and that's all it is it's like Sudoku but with letters sort of kind of sort of kind of. I got a screenshot cross, I need to show y'all where I guessed it on the first try. Is like it a crossword? Is, is it Bible words? Because you kept no. saying it's in the word. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be killing it all day, I can tell. I think, yeah, there's more to come, I bet. <laughs> the women in my family have jumped on this. Is, and it, an, is it an app? It's it, No, it's just on the website. But here's okay. the thing. You, be, you better enjoy it while you can because it's probably about to go behind a paywall. Because oh, really? New York Times just bought it. Ah. And they frustrate me because all their crosswords are behind a paywall. And I don't want to have to pay a ridiculous amount of money to play their crossword puzzles. Do a crossword so. puzzle. <laughs> okay, so cool. now the New York Times has bought Wordle. I don't know. They'll probably put it behind a paywall too. Wow. Well, good for them. But yeah. Never played it. But. Yeah, me either. It's the new thing. So who knew? Yeah. What was that trivia game thing a few years back? It was an app or it was on the phone. And you had to like do the trivia questions and everybody was doing it. Um, there's trivia crack. No, it's not that. Um, yeah, it was, it was a big thing. Yes. I mean, I even did that one. Oh my goodness. We, I remember it? we would, it would come out like twice a week or something like on a Wednesday night. It was oh, a live yeah, show. Yeah. The, yeah, it's um, a live show. The, um, oh shoot, I did this. Like, yeah. I mean, I did lot. too. I Hold can't on. even remember the name of it. And I remember we would all sit out here like. It's like the gym it was like the, HQ quiz or something. Yeah, that's like it. That. Like that. That's it. Yeah. HQ. Yeah. It was a big thing. It and was fun to, it was to fun. know that you were live with a bunch of other people. I mean, trivia cracks that way. Yeah. HQ trivia. Yeah, HQ that's what it was. Trivia, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's still a thing. Oh, really? You can still download the app. Well, I, Wordle kind of reminded me of that. How everyone's oh, yeah. kind of doing it and talking about it and stuff You can't like win money playing that one, though. Yeah. You can't win money doing the other one either. <laughs> Hardly ever, anyway. <laughs> 
I think I won like 67 cents or something. It wasn't enough to uh, cash out. So did you have to have like a dollar or something? Yeah, you had you had to reach a certain amount before you could cash it yeah, out, and yeah. I never made it to that amount. <laughs> well, it's funny to see what comes and goes, and what's interesting to everybody it gets on like on the mass, yeah, you know, waves market or trends. waves, yeah, trends, yeah, the mass trends. And the wordle definitely is there. I would say. Yep. I noticed that uh, RevKev's not with us today. You know, you know, Tom Brady has announced his retirement, so I guess he's in mourning still. <laughs> so, and that's going to be our hot sports opinion and hot sports segment for the day. Is so long, Tom Brady. Yep. Phenomenal player. Yeah, he was. He was pretty good. Pretty good. Had so. great opportunity of you know people around him too. That helps. That always. does help. So. So, Rev Kev, we hope when you get out of morning, you'll come back to the <laughs> podcast room. And please, hang please out come with back. Us. <laughs> but we did get one of the uh, the pastors to come hang out with us today, and uh, we're going to be talking about some great stuff coming up here in February. And Rev D is going to be here in a little bit, so it's exciting to have yeah. her here. Yeah, always fun. She yeah. was our first guest. Yeah, she's been in uh, to visit us several times. Yeah. yeah, it's fun to have her in. And we need to get Pastor Gary back in soon. It's been a while since we've yeah. had him in. So I'm sure he's got something going on with Joy or something. He soon. can tell us what's going on with the parking lot out there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, it's not often you come to church and there's heavy equipment stuck oh, in no. the driveway. What is February? Maybe it was a groundhog. <gasps> that groundhog. Maybe. I'm not a big fan of the groundhog. He just makes me mad. <laughs> when was the last time that he said spring's coming? I think he's just grumpy. I bet he's got COVID. Yeah. COVID. Just hating on his attire. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> he's a smart dresser. I mean, when it, the, everybody you hang out with wears a top hat. <laughs> I know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Old Phil. Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> I mean, he's probably mad about his name. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Can you imagine what a bunch of little groundhogs would do with that on the playground? There's some pretty famous Phil's, though. Yeah. Dr. Phil. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Yeah, from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Donahue. Mr. Donahue. Phil Donahue. Yeah. Remember him? Dr. Phil. Wasn't that guy, uh, what was that show? Y'all, Patrick has been <laughs> dealing with fog, he says. We're not real sure what kind of fog, though. I just can't remember words. Hey, you there know. There was a show on, like, MTV with Bam Margera. What was the name of that show? His dad's name was Phil, and that's the first thing that popped into my head. But now I can't remember the name of the show. Speaking of shows, y'all were all excited. All you Star Wars people were all excited for Boba Fett, and it turned into the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, it's, what it, about this? I think we're going I, down I the rabbit hole. I don't here. need to get get in this right now. Um, if you want to talk about it, come see me in person. But know that it will be a long conversation. So, <laughs> well, the last couple of episodes really have been the Mandalorian. So I kind of feel bad for all you Boba Fett fans that were hoping for something else. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Again, can't talk about it. <laughs> Uh, I knew that would just get your goat. <laughs> we don't have time enough in here to get into that. That's a can of worms that doesn't need to be opened right now. <laughs> oh, and also, we have a celebrity in Jackson, the Exit 87 Turkey. Rico, the Exit I've seen 87 you turkey. post about this. Now, tell me the story behind it, because it looks fascinating. Well, just out of the clear blue, there's been a turkey right off of Exit 87, Hangs out between the Love's Truck Stop, the Speedway, and across the road, kind of going over towards Liberty down Ridgecrest. Does he have like a camp chair and, you know, a thermos and bottle right well, next to him? Well, <laughs> you see, or her, it's a her. You see her all over the place. 
And so we named her Rico after the Ricochet Bar. <laughs> it has a big, like, OC chopper on the sign. It's just crazy to me. But the Sunday morning, I was coming to church, and she's sitting on a power line, like, right <laughs> over the road. Nice. And people stop and let her cross the road. There's no turkey crossing signs anywhere. So I don't know how that happens. But uh, she crosses the road right in front of everybody, and she's just like a fixture at Exit 87 now. Interesting. Pretty cool. Well, I named her Rico because you can't pass up naming something Rico. <laughs> it's like, well, that's a boy's name. Uh, it's 2021, 22 now. Yeah, don't. We can, yeah. We can, what year is it? Don't assume that turkey's gender. <laughs> that's right. We can name a turkey whatever we want to. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you're ever around Exit 87 and you're going back towards town, Look out for Rico the Exit 87 Turkey. Do you have a hashtag set up? Yes, those? there is a hashtag for Rico the Exit 87 Turkey. And you pull that up, you can see, uh, or the Exit 87 Turkey, either one. I think there's two of them. Pictures. Yeah. You can see pictures. Yeah, we ought to link that to our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so so a celebrity, a, a growing celebrity. All so. right, good to know. Maybe we could have her in as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Turkey season's coming. Uh, what in April or something like that? Maybe we'll have her in before turkey before season. Before then, <laughs> to see to see how she survives turkey season. Yeah. Well, what are your top ten tricks for I'm gonna, surviving turkey season? Has anyone tagged Butterball in the Exit uh, Eighty Seven? Oh, that's a, see, that's a good idea. <laughs> but Butterball, don't those aren't those turkeys like white? This is looks like a Rio Grande. Oh, I don't know. Normal wild turkey. I haven't actually seen the turkey, so I was just assuming. And who was it, Jefferson, that wanted the turkey to be the United States national bird? Mm. Uh, Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember who it was. I knew that was a thing, but I'm glad we went with the eagle. <laughs> Turkeys are beautiful in their own way. <laughs> the reason Franklin wanted is because the American people are more like turkeys than eagles, but we like to think of ourselves as eagles. <laughs> I guess we might as well uh, flip over and uh, let Rev D in the room since... Um, yeah, she's been knocking at the door for Yeah, like we're all over minutes, the map so. here, but we're glad you're here with us at Northside now, and uh, we have some good stuff coming up from Rev D, so let's, let's let her in. All right, we're here today with Rev D. Welcome back to the podcast room. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's fun to have you. You're still one of our favorite because you're our first... I, know, I think guest. I think now, other than than Revkev, she's been on the podcast more than anybody. Yeah. So, yeah. oh wow, it's yeah. a competition, so oh. neck and neck right there. <laughs> yeah, well, well, maybe we need to do FAQs with Rev D. I'm down. Let's go. Ooh. I don't know. That might be scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could tell we decorated a lot for you today. This time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it looks so much different than the last time you were here. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, yes. <laughs> Not really, folks out there. You saw it for our birthday yeah. celebration and New Year's, and except for the balloons, it looks exactly the exactly same. Exactly the same. So you probably should never leave three guys like us in charge of decorating. <laughs> That's basically what we're saying here. So. Actually, I've really never noticed that the walls are painted that color. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what color that is. It's somewhere between peach be careful. and... Be, be careful, Patrick. It's like flesh. Be careful, Patrick. Your wife is the one who painted these walls. Well, I'll have to have a be talk careful. with her about be that. Be careful. You could get in trouble in any moment. So oh, that was this. a good save. <laughs> we got Rev D in here today for... Like we said, it's always nice to have her here, but we have some really big things coming that she knows so much information about, and we want to touch on a couple of these really important ones here real soon. Uh, the outreach team will be giving us or is, is bringing us Raise the Roof 5. That's and right. so we've done this more than once. But tell us a little bit about 
in case we're a new listener, we're new to the church, what Raise the Roof is specifically this time, and maybe just a little bit of the history of the ones before, and why it's important to us. Well, it is incredibly important. This is to help our sister church, Gamasara Church, in the village of Gamasara, outside of a little town called Taremi in the country of Tanzania in Africa. And we have been in partnership with the Gamasara Church and the Gamasara people, the Gamasara village, for almost 10 years. Oh, wow. wow. And it's just been amazing to watch the relationships that have developed and um, have been cultivated and the friendships. It's, you know, it's more than just relationships. It is friendships. Mm. Even, the really cool part is, even with people who have never met face-to-face, you know, with people from Northside who haven't had an opportunity to actually go to Tanzania, there have been many that have, but yeah. those that haven't been able to go but yet have developed these incredible friendships and relationships because of social media mm. with um, you know a lot of the people from Gamasara. So it's just been a sweet, sweet relationship for a lot of years now. So Raise the Roof 5 is our fifth fundraiser for the village and the, the people of Gamasara. Oh, cool. Uh, the very first one actually was to help them build a house for young girls um, age 12 and 13 during the season of female circumcision to give them a safe place to be so that those you know that did not want to follow along those those tribal customs of being circumcised didn't have to be wow. so that was raise the roof one and then two three and four two was to build the sanctuary for yeah. the people of Gamasara. they had no church building whatsoever they were holding church in a field <laughs> in a field Rain and shine, you know, bringing their chairs on their heads across the fields to uh, gather together to worship. And now they have a sanctuary, thanks to the people of Northside and Raise the Roof One. And then two and three and four were to help build different portions of the school that the Gamasara Church owns. It's on Mm. their property. They had no school for these kids to go to, so they were getting no education whatsoever. And uh, Raise the Roof 5 will be to build additional classrooms um, for the Gamasara school. The school, well, first, the church has grown by leaps and bounds. I mean, it's already outgrown the sanctuary, and they're using the school classrooms for Sunday school and for worship and so forth as well. But the need for additional classrooms, which is what Raise the Roof 5 is all about, Actually, it's more than a need. It is a necessity because the school is accredited by the government of Tanzania, which is a huge deal. And in order to keep the accreditation, they have to continue to have these new classrooms because the school is growing so uh, that the, the government is requiring them to have additional classrooms or they've either got to turn kids away and tell them they can't come to school or they're going to shut the school down wow so this is you know not just something that's going to be nice to have it is required and the school's grown by leaps and bounds too in fact they're busing kids or kids are even coming from the larger community of Tarime. yes all the way out to the little country school. You're exactly and that's really right. interesting. Yeah. And you know, one of the reasons why is there is a school that is available, an elementary school uh, that's available in Taremi. But some of the customs in Tanzania for those public schools 
are pretty harsh. I mean, mm. the the discipline for the kids, uh, it's just normal, you know, t- for caning to take place. Uh-huh. I mean, that's that's how you're disciplined. Mm. And that doesn't take place in the school at Gamasara. Yeah. There is a wonderful, wonderful, one of my heroes, Sarah Sabahi, who is the director of the school at Gamasara. And Sarah grew up in the orphanage down the dirt road from the school. And I was able, because of sponsorships, was able to go to college and has an education degree. And, you know, one of the things that she is just so important to her is that these kids are disciplined. Yes, they're disciplined, but they're disciplined properly, you know, not beaten, not caned. And also at the school in Gamasara, they learn all about Jesus, so they don't get that in the school in Taremi, the public schools. So yes, Glenn, you're right. There are children, there are families in the town of Taremi that are just wanting so badly for their children to come to the school in the village, out in the country, in <laughs> yeah. uh, Gamasara. So the school, uh, Gamasara, now they own a school bus, thanks to um, you know this partnership that we have with them. And uh, every day that school bus makes two trips from Taremi into the village of Gamasara, bringing children from the town uh, into the school. That's, that's pretty so cool, cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's really totally funny. awesome. I really? haven't met Sarah. I haven't been there, but I would love to, you know, even to talk to her sometime. I don't know if that's even possible for us to do here in the North Side Now podcast, but I've heard so many great things from so many people in the church who have obviously worked side by side with her, and yeah. it's a real blessing. How did we get connected mm. with this congregation halfway across the world? I'm still fairly new again to Northside, and so I haven't heard the whole story. So how did, how did that begin? You know, it's just so obvious that God was at work mm. uh, in that, that, that whole beginning. Eric Sword uh, and Liz Sword were students at Lambeth. It was Lambeth College at that time, were students at Lambeth. And I was the United Methodist Volunteers and Missions Coordinator yeah. for our conference uh, when we were you know, Methodist at that time. And so they ended up in my office because they were wanting to be placed somewhere in the world as short-term missionaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I worked really closely with them and um, working through the UMVM office and got them placed in Tanzania where they were just happened to be working in the orphanage that is down the dirt road from what is now the Gamasara Church. Wow. Then I worked through them after they got there to take a team from here at Northside to partner with them. Mm. And we worked with the orphanage, and um, that was before the Gamasara Church was birthed. There was a group of people who we worshipped with in one of the classrooms of the orphanage on that trip. And that was the beginning of what is now the Gamasara Church. Wow. And so they went from meeting in that little classroom to then meeting into in the field, us helping them to buy property that just so happened to be down the road from the, the mm-hmm. orphanage. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is history. I mean, it you know, it wasn't intentional. We didn't set out to form a partnership, you know, with a group of people who we had never met in Tanzania. It just happened. Yeah, you just took that next right step, like exactly. Rev Kev's talked about so many times, which in my experience, my lifetime, my short life, that's how it's worked. You just are available for what comes next, and you take the next right step, and it does end up paying miraculous dividends. Yeah, unbelievable. In so many ways, yeah. I don't think there's any way that any of us could have imagined then mm-hmm. what this partnership would look like now. Right. And it really is a partnership. We have learned about a whole lot about each other. Mm. We have learned from each other 
and we have learned with each other. And we, those of us from Northside, have learned a whole lot more Mm. than the people of Tanzania. (laughs) It's just amazing what they have taught us. Yeah, it always feels like whenever I've gone on a mission trip, whether it's even in the States or other places, it just puts you in... I mean, provided you're trying to be mindful and and be thoughtful of where God's moving, it puts you in a different spiritual space and you end up learning things about yourself, about so many other things than you ever expected you would. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why so many times I've heard people say, well, I was way more blessed than we blessed them. Oh, yeah. And, And I think that's what it is. God's working through that intentionally to help you grow and expand your mind into areas that you might not normally go. Yeah, there's something about getting out of, you know, our own little bubble, Mm -hmm. our own comfort zone, and God putting you somewhere you absolutely are dependent upon Him. Right, Uh, right. Yeah, pretty amazing. Now, the last time that we had people in Gamasara was a couple of Januaries ago, and we got off a plane, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't just a few weeks and COVID hit. How is the school done? How is the, the people of Gamasara done during this COVID pandemic? Well, you know, COVID, they've had to deal with COVID just like we have, but not to the extent that we have. You know, they are in such a rural area there. Mm. You know, they're just right north of the Serengeti and really a rural area. I haven't gotten to go there, but I did look it up on Google Earth yeah. <laughs> and zoomed in. So I like, yeah, I don't know, just from my perspective, I feel like I know these people because I've seen videos, I've seen <laughs> yeah, pictures, yeah. you know, we've been talking about it for years, exactly. but I've never actually been. I'd love to go sometime, but. And that's the way it is for so many Northsiders, um, you know, really are good friends with these yeah. people that they've never met except through social media. Yeah. So awesome. <laughs> but the school there did have to shut down for a few months, but okay. not as long as we did here in the state. But they did. Their government made them shut down. You know, they don't have any access to being able to do school virtually. And so they really had to shut down. But for the most part, it really has not affected them. You know, COVID is an issue in Tanzania and the bigger cities, Mm. but not in the rural areas. Well, like happens so often when Northside goes somewhere, we we go and we get adopted and we adopt them. They just become (laughs) a part of us and we become a part of them. And so Raise the Roof 5 is really important to continue this work and to continue the great things that are going on with the school there. So what's the goal? The entire construction cost Mm -hmm. to build three classrooms and an office is $21,000. And we have an estimate down to every brick. You know, a lot of these bricks, you know, they make, they Mm -hmm. make, but Mm -hmm. I mean, they have done a great job as they always do of providing, you know, a detailed page after page after page, uh, an estimate. It's $21,000. So that's what we're trying to raise. And, you know, that's a lot of money, but, um, you know, our God is a big God. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be raising these funds during the month of February for this is our first quarter church-wide mission focus. And uh, every Sunday in February, there will be individuals from our outreach team who will be set up in both Narthex. Um, is it Narthexes? Narthexes. Narthex I. Anyway, outside the sanctuary and Hope Hall to take your funds. And you can also give on our website and our app. Uh, mm-hmm. Patrick has set up a place there where uh, monies can be given that way as well. So this this is what's happening here in February. Cool. Is there a planned trip for this 
year or next year to go to Gamasar and spend some time there with our friends? There is, thankfully. We're looking at going the end of June, the first part of July um, for about 13 days, uh, taking a team from here at Northside. To be able to, you know, work right alongside, partner with the people of Gamasara, so they'll get to spend a lot of time with the folks there. Is Looking that team? Is that. that team full? Right now, the team is full. I mean, it filled up like in five days. Yeah, wow. just unbelievable. But we're looking at taking 17 people. But if anybody's interested, we could definitely put you on a wait list. Yeah. And there is the possibility if our in-country transportation company can arrange for us to have a few more seats in. Land Rovers are the vehicles that yeah. we use while we're there. Then, you know, it could be that another one or two or three people could go. That's totally the driver on the number of people that we can are able to take. So, yeah. you know, there is a possibility. So it filled up quickly. And having been someone who's been on that trip, you definitely, uh, if you have the opportunity, take it. But if not, participate in... Raise the Roof 5, and that's a really good way for us just to continue to be the hands and feet of yeah. Christ. Patrick put on our Facebook page and Instagram as well yesterday. Is it on the website as well, Patrick? Uh, it will be by the time this comes out. Yeah. Okay. A video of Sarah Sabai, the director mm. of the school. She mm. does a much better job than I do of explaining the need, the why that this is necessary. So if you haven't seen that, go on the website, go on our social media pages and take a look at Sarah Sabahi and get to know her. So also coming up in February, we have uh, signups for small groups. Yes, we are. February is a big month around here. It is a big month. Yeah, that's exciting. We haven't done small groups in a while. Yeah, we were trying to remember when the last time. And, you know, we think maybe three years ago, possibly. I'm leaning towards four. That could be. You know, it's really, this is such an important opportunity for the people of Northside to be able to become a part of a small group that's going to meet for this time five weeks studying the book by Daniel Darling called The Characters of Easter. I've read this book, and it's just incredibly insightful and makes you really think and ponder, you know, about people who you might have read in Scripture over and over and over, but it just helps you to really put yourself in the individual's shoes who walked alongside Jesus on his journey to the cross. This is going to be a great study for us to do during the season of Lent and just to really make us look really closely to who all Jesus was hanging out with, whether he chose to or not, mm-hmm. um, during those final days yeah. and weeks and months um, of his journey to the cross. I love the tag on the title. It says, the villains, heroes, cowards, and crooks <laughs> who witness history's biggest miracle. Yeah. So some real people in there, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does yeah. this define you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at page 67. I am not he. <laughs> That's a teaser. You got to go find what page 67 is. Daphne, as I think your new title is uh, Pastor of Spiritual Formation. Is that right? Yeah. So this is a part of that, right? And some people may not know what small groups are, or they may have come from another church that small group is this. I'd love to hear from you what the vision is of small groups. We've talked many times about the importance of community, and especially when we think about hospitality and and how do you reach someone who has really been put off by quote-unquote church or religion. You know, is this for church members? Is this for anyone? What what is small group here at Northside? 
Well, small groups here at Northside happen in a lot of different ways. You know, we have a very strong and active adult and youth and children Sunday school here. Right. Those are small groups, and they're they're vitally important um, and, you know, a big part of Northside. These groups that we're planning on doing a couple of times a year in the spring and in the fall are a little bit different because they are more short-term. Mm. Like this study will be for five weeks. We've had small groups who probably will go a little bit longer, but there is a a definite beginning and end on these so that you know what you're signing up for in the front Mm -hmm. end, Mm -hmm. but it is a time to study and to grow together. These small groups have a facilitator, not a teacher. There's a difference. A facilitator who helps with the discussion. These small groups are all about discussing and learning together, struggling together, growing together, holding each other accountable, showing up, being there. Just a great way to become closer and closer to Jesus as we learn together. That's really the focus of these small groups. You know, us being the church together, that small group fellowship is so incredibly important. Totally. I mean, we've talked about iron sharpening iron so many times and and how, you know, even in the early days of the Jewish culture, studying scripture together was a super important thing. Yes, still is. Yeah, and and it is. So I totally see the the need for it. And we all need to be about that in in many ways. Yeah, just thumbing through this book, there's a, you know, he has little quotes and it says, Jesus chose rough, unpolished young men who possessed only one qualification. They answered yes. Hmm. Yeah. And he chose women too. I mean, we had so many, you know, Mary Magdalene, so many others. Well, and you'll read about that in this book, you know, it's, um, he, the author does a really good job of bringing in everyone, talking about all the different people who were able to hang out with Jesus. Another great question. How hard could it be to handle being Jesus' wingman? <laughs> I mean, so this is yeah, great. Can, can you imagine? Yeah. This is great. I love these little things in here. Is And there's another one that says, at Easter, none of us have clean hands. Right. Mm, yep. That's exactly That's right. got to be powerful when you start breaking that down in a small group and people start sharing and in people that they're comfortable with. There's got to be a lot of walls broken down. You know, we talk so often so badly about the Pharisees, and would we have been a Pharisee? Oh. Mm-hmm. If, really? <laughs> I mean, that's a fair question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair, I see. <laughs> I, just, I stopped you, Patrick. I did it before you did. <laughs> but we do have small groups coming up, and this is exciting, y'all. This is stuff that, you know, look. the book looks great, and it's Look like it's going to be kind of hitting us right where we're at right now here at yeah. Northside. Is there a cost for these books? The cost will be $5, which is less than the books actually cost, but yeah. that will be the, the cost for the individuals. Sign-ups for the groups. We've got 12 different small groups that are going to be taking place, and they are meeting on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, some during the daytime, some in the evenings. So there is one that will fit your schedule, you know, mm. if, if you feel like God is calling you to be a part of one of these small groups. And sign-ups will take place beginning this Sunday, the next couple of Sunday mornings. There will be a table in the narthex that I or someone else will be there to assist you in getting your name down on a small group. 
the most important way that you can sign up is starting Sunday on our website or on our app. You can go in. Patrick's done a great job of getting us set up so that you can put your name, your email address, and your cell phone number in there and sign up for the group. You'll know when that group is meeting. Uh, There'll be a list there, and so you can choose which one you want to sign up for, and you can do it there. You can call the church office, and we'll, we'll be glad to do that over the phone. You can email me if you want to. You know, there should be no excuse for not knowing, <laughs> not being able to sign up yeah. for a small group. But, um, you know, we'll be set up Sunday to help you do that. That will take place until February the 16th is the cutoff date for the signups. And then the last half of February, the books will be available for those who have signed up to pay their $5 and get their book so that they can start reading that uh, before the groups meet, which will be the first part of March. And after you sign up, you will be notified by your facilitator just reminding you, okay, we're starting on this day, this is the room we're in, or this is, some of them will take place in individuals' homes. This is where we're meeting, this is what time you need to come, this is what you need to read before the first session. You'll get all that information. Well, I'm excited because we're doing something new in student ministry is I'm going to be facilitating a Wednesday night during our normal small group time for youth, mm-hmm. but for parents yeah. of teenagers, uh, we're going to go through this book. Yeah. And so I'm really looking forward to that time. It's something yeah, we've not that, been able to do before. And so mm-hmm. this is going to be great. That's one of the options you'll see when you, if you are a parent of, um, you know, a, a one of Glenn's students, then there's an opportunity there um, you'll see listed. You could sign up for that small group. And this will all be sliding in through Lent, sliding yes. in into Easter. That's right. Getting so us, it's a getting great us time prepared to prepared for Easter. And the small groups will end by Easter. So yeah. uh, perfect timing. So the characters of Easter, small group study, the villains, heroes, cowards, crooks, and who witnessed history's biggest miracle from Daniel Darling. Uh, Daphne shared with some great ways to get plugged into doing that. And so we look forward to uh, seeing you in a small group soon. That's right. Y'all, if you ever get a chance to go to Gamasara, do it. It is one of the neatest trips I've ever been on. I and more than just Google Earth, because it yeah. doesn't quite do it. It, is a, it is a blessing to make that trip if you can. So if you have the opportunity, get on that wait list or in the next couple of years, if we're going back, I hopefully do. I'm not on this going on this next trip, but I would love to go at another time and down the way. But it is a blessing to go on that trip. I was looking at the website, and I think that's your picture right there on the missions page. Oh, is it not? Yeah. Cool. Walk, walking down a road. Yeah. I that got was it. a parade. I got his good side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> walking away. You know, I've been in Africa. I've had the blessing to be able to, to do that in Western Africa, mm. in Nigeria. But there's similarities all over the yeah. continent. Yeah. But it, it looks very similar to what I experienced there and somewhat to what I experienced in um, South America, too. Central America. Yeah. Very similar climate mm-hmm. in, in terms of a lot of things. One of the things that I remember the most from African culture were Sunday services. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, it was pretty warm and, you know, we weren't dealing with air conditioning or anything, but all the musical instruments and yeah. everybody dresses up in the bright colors mm-hmm. and it's just a big celebration, which. Is what praise should be, right? <laughs> uh, they don't just sway back and forth, <laughs> you know, or anything like that when they're praising. It is a full-on dance. Absolutely. and uh, As if they're almost joyful. Yeah, almost. Yeah. 
<laughs> they're they're quite joyful and it's almost like they want to be there yeah exactly it's a little different than the american church well, what daphne was talking about that really connected with me is how we learn so much yeah from those other cultures and that's one of the things that i remember taking away at the time was wow they just they really worship in truth mm. it was very genuine and i feel like sometimes i mean i've been guilty of this you come to come to a church service and you're either half asleep or half awake and it's just another thing in your day and it's just we're not really approaching it I think the way God's wanting us to yeah that relationship it's a reminder for all of us when whenever we go in a mission like that it's a pretty stark reminder of hey what's what's really important here and so I encourage definitely anybody that can goes on a trip I would say you said this to our kids at least one international mission in your lifetime. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Because not only do you have that experience of learning from other people's tradition spiritually, but there is benefit in learning another culture mm -hmm. to remind yourself that you're not the only one here. Yeah. yeah. Americans are not the only ones on the planet. It's become more common to think globally with the global economy. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like uh, we're isolated from the rest of the world by the way our culture is structured and just sort of the way folks in the United States operate. But yeah, it's good for us to remember that there's a lot of other people made in God's image all over the world. Yeah. And also hoping that y'all are as excited and hungry for a small group experience as I feel like I am right now. I mean, I, I just feel like we need this yep. now more than ever. I mean, I've always enjoyed small groups, but it's at a stage where I'm really hungry to be with a group of people for an extended period of time studying the Word. I feel like we're maybe getting to a point where it's not going to have to be so monitored with mm -hmm. the pandemic and things, but I'm really looking forward to seeing our church and participating with our church in small groups again, and I think it's much needed, so... Looking forward to that. And I think that for anybody listening out there that maybe feels like they're not an extrovert, I think it's easy sometimes, and I have a whole family of different personalities, but I've found that it's a little easier when you're an extrovert that you just thrive, you need that social connection. Mm. But for some of us, and myself included sometimes, I, I just don't feel that drive to connect with people yeah. as much. If that's you listening have to remind myself how iron sharpens iron. Mm. We've talked about this so many times. It's in the Bible. <laughs> it is important for us to connect with other people and to challenge each other and to support each other and to grow together. That's part of what being a Jesus follower is all about. Yeah. And so I agree with you, Glenn. I'm, I'm really looking forward to connection of some sort either this or, or maybe a Bible study, lots mm -hmm. of other things come to mind and I'm working through my options, but I th would challenge anybody listening to really prayerfully consider being a part of something, Yep, getting involved, especially if you've been out with COVID for a long time. You know, I understand there's reasons to not connect for that very reason. COVID is a, is a real thing, but I encourage you to, to consider how you're going to get back into it if you've been sort of on the sidelines for a little mm -hmm. bit, staying safe and doing the things you needed to do, but encourage you to get back together, yeah. get connected, reconnected. And there's a lot of other things coming up 
Patrick, I guess that will help us stay connected and yeah. all that. So what do you have on your list? Well, I think the next thing on the list is the Parents' Night Out. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. That's Friday night, February 11th. Pizza! Yeah, if you need to uh, just get a break from your kids for a little while, you can drop them off here. <laughs> if you want to take your significant other out on a Valentine's date, whatever. You know, last February, we got together with the wives and fiancé. Who now, they're all wives too. Now they're all wives, yeah. So drop us a note if you'd like for us to have a reunion time Yeah, this February sometime. Just a reunion time to, yeah. so that'd be fun. So y'all let us know if y'all like to hear some more wisdom from the ladies. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. And then uh, we've also got the Super Bowl parties. Yeah. On the 13th, yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl parties are going to be happening and... Big one here at the church for the junior high, and the senior high will be at the Raw, so I'm looking forward to a big, fun time. Yeah. And uh, I guess we know who's playing now, the <laughs> Bengals and Rams. Rams. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been a while since those names have been on the Super Bowl roster. A long time. And the Rams are getting to play in their own mm. stadium. Unfair. I can remember <laughs> when I was in elementary school, I think, because it was, what, 30-some years ago, right? Oh, yeah, something like that. I remember when they were in the Super Bowl the last time. It was wow. in, I was a lot younger then. I don't remember that. <laughs> was it the L.A. Rams or was it the St. Louis Rams? They that, move around more than anybody else. I don't know about the Rams, but I do remember the Bengals. Yeah. I remember that being part of it. Well, and then also on the 18th of February, we have the K through second grade event, Kid Detective. Uh-oh. So, yeah, Christy's putting that on for the kindergartners through the second graders. Cool. cool. That'll be on Friday night on the 18th. Do you know what they're going to do? Not exactly. I can read the little blurb. That sounds fun, though. But Does everybody get like a magnifying glass? It says, we are having a night of mystery, and we need you to find all the clues to crack the case. Let's Ooh. dig into the Bible together and investigate the evidence. Where and what is God's plan for us? Can we trust that he has great things in store for us? Join us for a night of super sleuthing, good food, and good fun. Oh, man, they're going to have Chick-fil-A. And so, that sounds almost like an escape room type situation. Yeah, it I'm, does. They're going to fun. Yeah, fun. that's for the kindergartners to the second graders, unfortunately. Man. I can't go. But. I know. It just stinks when you're out of second. <laughs> you're second grader above. It's just no fun anymore. Yeah. So that's the kind of the stuff that we've got coming up in the next couple of weeks. Cool. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for podcasting with me. And thanks to everyone out there in the world for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at Northside Now Podcast. Go to our website, northsidejackson.com, or email us at podcast at northsidejackson.com. We hope to hear from you soon. Once again, this is Patrick. This is Glenn. I'm Kevin. And that's what's happening at Northside Now. I'm the next 87 Turkey. Rico. Rico. <laughs> <laughs>